Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 134. Today, I'm going to share a little bit about sewing magic that I use in my practice, as well as how to protect yourself if you have to go to a family uh, dinner this week on our extremely uh, racist and bullshit holiday that we in the United States call Thanksgiving. But first, let's do a little smoke cleansing and some cards. There we go. I'm actually using a little bit of Yerba Santa today. Just felt right. <laughs> Getting my mic, myself, and the laptop. I'm changing up decks, finally. <laughs> I'm going to pull from the Moonology deck. Let's get this out of its box. All right. One more time. All right. And we are cutting once twice so three times all right our card is full moon in libra and it says a win-win outcome is forca- forecast so if you have been um on the fence about something if you've been going down a little bit of uncharted territory this is your sign to breathe out a little bit that it may not be the outcome that you are looking for but it's definitely a win-win for everybody um this week Strive for balance to create that win-win outcome um, because we got to do the stuff. We got to do the mundane in order for the magical to take hold as well. So what are you out of balance with? Um, Work and play, spiritual and mundane, um, social media and time off of social media, all those things. Look and see what parts of your life this week are not quite balanced or at least as close as you can get um, and try to add some balance and that will help this win-win outcome happen for you. I wanted to thank again everybody in the coven that's been helping out um, doing like prayer circles and card pulls and midweek card pulls. I really appreciate all of the help and we are going to implement. I've decided to be really cool Um, I love seeing people step into their power, do things that um, are kind of outside their comfort zone, and then just freaking flourish. So we're going to start in the coven um, rotating prayer circle and card pulls on Mondays because I feel like I want to give everybody in the group a chance to step in if they want to and do prayer circle and do some card pulls and um, do some things like that. I I just feel like it's, it's been a really cool... Um, outcome, I guess, if that's the word. I don't even know if that's the word I'm looking for, but it's been a really cool um, thing to watch um, people in the coven step forward and go, okay, we got this. You're good. We got this. And I feel like I want to give everybody the opportunity to opportunity to keep keep doing that if they want to. I, of course, will be doing um, my Monday things like normal, but I thought not everybody can go to Monday morning card pull. So I thought we would do Monday morning and Monday evening and I could do Monday morning if somebody else wanted to do the evening. So I just, I think that's really cool. Well, 
one of the people that stepped up and is doing a prayer circle and card polls at in the evenings on Mondays is <coughs> excuse me, Tara. Tara is amazing and I wanted to share this particular prayer because it kind of fits along with what I want to talk about today. It's called the Knots Prayer. Goddess, please untie the knots that are in my mind, my heart, and my life. Remove the have-nots, the can-nots, and the do-nots that I have in my mind. Erase the will-nots, may-nots, might-nots that may find a home in my heart. Release me from the could-nots, would-nots, and should-nots that obstruct my life. And most of all, Goddess, I ask that you remove from my mind, my heart, and all my life, or and my life, all of the am-nots that I have allowed to hold me back, especially the thought that I am not good enough. So mode it be. I freaking love that prayer, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, I don't, there wasn't like a an author thing, anything behind it. If I can find that, I'll put it in the show notes. But I wanted to share that with you because I felt like that was just freaking perfect. Um, I love that one. It's actually going to go in my book of shadows. I loved it so much. Okay, before we go on and I'm going to talk about some sewing magic and protection um, from toxic relatives <laughs> for Thursday, um, I kind of wanted to, uh, up front in the episode, ask you guys uh, if you could, please, if you want to help the podcast out, give me a review. If you watch, if you do Apple reviews, um, if you're on an Apple podcast, please put one there or wherever you're watching or watching. You're obviously not watching. You're listening to the podcast. If you're listening somewhere that allows you to give a review or a follow, please do so. It helps with the numbers. And during my hiatus, my numbers like plummeted because, you know, I wasn't producing episodes. So that means no new numbers. So I kind of dropped and when I drop, it means that everything drops, income, everything. <laughs> so I would really appreciate a review if you want to help this, uh, support the podcast. If you want to join the coven, it's another way to support it. Um, you can go to witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven. Lots of cool stuff that happens in there. It is my favorite place to be on the internet. Um, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about that coven. But we do witchcrafting zooms um, from time to time. We do classes, uh, card pulls off and on all week. Um, it's just a really cre- great place to be. Uh, so check it out. Join the coven. It's a Patreon membership is what it is. And there's tiers, um, one, five, and ten dollars. All of them help. Um, so go check that out. We also have a Facebook page that I post episodes and I think, uh, you know, fun witchy posts. And we have a, an open free book. Uh, free book. It's not a free book. It's a free Facebook group. <laughs> God, my, my voice, my mind is not making the right sentences. And I apologize. So anyway, we have a free Facebook group called Witchy Woman Friends. It's getting huge. Lots of people share things, share experiences, of course, the witchy memes, and information, which I find awesome. Uh, I try to be there on Mondays um, to do a free card pull in the morning, so that happens every week unless I've got something going on because, you know, life. So if you would like to join that, head over there. I'm also on Instagram at Witchy Woman Podcast, and I'm on TikTok, um, and that is at Witchy Woman Pod. 
Okay, so let's talk about sewing and I call it stitch magic. (laughs) So I like to use my hands in my practice. So if I'm going to make something, um, I'm probably going to hand sew it. I have a sewing machine, but I'm just too lazy to like set it up get it all together. So a lot of times I just sew by hand stitching and I realize that not everybody has the physical capability to hand stitch and I will address that later down the road here, I promise. But anyway, so I wanted to share an example. So I have a book of shadows. It's one of those three ring binder. Um, It's fucking giant. Like it's like a two inch or whatever it is, the real thick kind to fit a lot of shit in it. And I have just worn it out. Like the, the, the stuff on the outside, that plasticky stuff is like fraying and ripped and it just looks a mess. And I don't like that. (laughs) And I was in Walmart. I hate that place by the way. Um, but I was in there and I went, I was going to get something else from the craft aisle and I saw like, cause I always, you know, have to peruse more than I should. And my husband wasn't with me. He was waiting in the car. So I got to kind of take my time. So I went to the sewing section and, oh yeah, I was going to get pins. But anyway, I digress. I went to the sewing section and I saw they had like fabric ends, like the the scraps from when they cut um, fabric and there's just like not enough to make a yard or whatever. So I got this inspiration <laughs> that I was going to create a cover and for my book of shadows. So I picked up some satin because I want it to be lined with satin, of course. Um, Cause I'm very text, like I like f- the feel of things. I like just the feel and the look of things. I'm very aesthetically inclined, I guess. It's gotta look pretty for me. <laughs> so um, I picked up some crushed velvet and satin. Yeah, sounds like, uh, yes, I grew up in the eighties and nineties. Um, and surprise, surprise, it's black and gold. <laughs> anyway, so I picked up that, some, um, some, you know, new needles, some, um, some of that liquid stitch, and what else did I get? Oh, and I got, like, all kinds of things to decorate it with afterwards. <laughs> okay, so one of the first things I do with fabric and thread and my needles, anything that I'm going to use to create a magical or sacred tool in my practice is I want to cleanse it. So all of the um, materials, um, I steamed them because I didn't want to wash them because I don't know. But anyway, I steamed them. And if you have those little steamer, um, what am I want to say? Iron. If you have an, an iron that has the steamer function, I just put a tiny bit of rosemary um and frankincense oil in there and I'm talking not even a drop like I put it on my finger and then like wiped it on the little nozzle thing uh the little hole that all of the water goes in when you when you fill in that part of it so anyway so I'm steaming it because it's got freaking wrinkles and I'm cleansing it because I'm putting that stuff on it so I steamed those and I also did a little uh, blessing over the top of them, just asking for um, spirit to cleanse, to um, m- prepare these to become my sacred tool. The needles, the thread, all of the decorations, all of that crap, like it's not crap, but anyway, all that stuff I put in this huge bowl and <laughs> just sprinkled a crap load of salt over the top of it. I've got some sea salt. I just 
put that all over the top of it. I grabbed some incense uh, that I felt I wanted to use that day. I think I used, I think I used Palo Santo. But anyway, so no, Yerba Santa. I did not use, I don't use, I don't use Palo Santo anymore. Anyway, Yerba Santa, that's what I used. So I cleansed that with salt and Yerba Santa, all of the other tools. That way everything's clean energetically. Like it's all clean. It's ready for me to use. And then I started thinking about statements or basically mantras that are connected to this book of shadows. So I want it to be protected from um, uninvited um, eyes. I want it to be sacred to me. I want it to be magical, powerful, um, full of never-ending knowledge and inspiration. I want it to hold all of my memories um, I want all of these things. So I basically took all, like I brainstormed, just roll all that shit down. And then each of those things that I wrote down that I could fit into like a fairly singular thought, I made that into basically a mantra. And I have all these on like an index card now. So like they're all right there for me. Um, when I start to sew then, I am either reciting these mantras with the, with the stitches while I'm stitching or I'm thinking them in my head. If you are a techie person and you want a shortcut, you can record yourself saying these. Play it on a loop while you are sewing. So if you don't feel like saying them or, or actually um, thinking them while you sew, you can play them over and over. It's your own voice and you're going to end up thinking them in your head as you hear yourself see them or hear yourself say them anyway. So as I'm sewing these, um, and it's not with every stitch, like I'm stitching in a pretty regular rhythm, but I may like, it may take like three stitches to get my mantra, each mantra out. It's whatever. I'm just, the point is I'm thinking about these things. This is what I want to infuse into those. So at the end, there's a knot, like you're going to tie, you're going to run out of thread at some point. You're going to need to tie a knot. So to me, that is when I'm like, this is bound. It is protected. Like this book, um, that's what that knot means to me is that with each of the times I have to knot it up that's like one more layer of protection on that book so you can take that concept and transfer that to anything else that you think you want to create so um I know that veils are something else that some of us wear so your head your head veil um even a, a if you're making like a headband, you can make those and still do that same thing. Like if you buy some fabric and you need to put a hem it and put a nice edge on it, you can um, do the same thing. Whatever that particular veil is, you can put the intention into mantras and stitch it. Even if it's a sewing machine, you can still use it that way. So if you're pushing the fabric through the, you know, feeding it through while it's stitching, you still can say those mantras. You're looking, you know, make sure you're like still paying attention so you don't sew your finger because that fucking hurts. Um, and then keep going. So if you're not a hand stitcher and you're a thing, witcher, rude. Sorry, the dog is <gasps> witcher, rude, please. Oh my gosh. Anyway, oh my gosh, he's he's playing with the cat. 
Okay. Okay, I'm back. Like, he, the cat is taunting him. The cat is following him around and bopping him without claws. And, yeah. Anyway, they're made for each other. So you can totally do this, is what I'm getting at, is you can do this whether you're using a sewing machine or you're hand stitching. He will not shut up, will he? Oh my god, I had to go that out there again and break up the quote-unquote fun between those two. Anyway, so if you're doing a veil, if you have a veil that you wear only for like morning meditation to provide and like bring in healing and love and peace, then those are the kind of mantra mantras mantras that you'll be <clears throat> so i'm back and it was a different cat uh he was upset at tinkerbell because tinkerbell laid down on the chair and on that chair was his bone and she was bopping him every time he tried to get the bone because tinkerbell is a bitch and she finds tormenting the, the dogs like that's her joy that's where she grabs her joy Anyway, where was I? Different kinds of veils that you make. So you can also sew symbols into it. If you want to hand stitch um, on the end, like on your veil, uh, a, a pentagram or maybe a sigil of some sort that is the intention of that veil. Whatever it is, you can still, you can use stitches in so many different ways is what I'm trying to get at in like... The longest way possible. Thank you, pets. You can also do this with your clothing. Most clothes now come with, you know, they, they come with a tag of some sort to indicate size or brand or whatever. You can either sew on um, that that tag a sigil, um, or you can draw it on, whichever way you want to do. Um, I like to sew stuff like that sometimes, especially with my ritual ritual um garments i like to sew those symbols onto onto it some way and usually that's with the my the tags that i find on them i will put different sigils to increase power protect myself whatever it is that i'm going to put that sigil on there and it's really fun um if you like the the small like re repetitive tedious stuff because <laughs> it's like you'll sit there and like if it's a really intricate sigil it may take a minute <laughs> to, to do and with those with all of that stuff that thread that I'm using I have cleansed it and blessed it if it's going to be used to make anything um that's that's witchcraft or spiritual or it's going to be a sacred tool I cleanse it and bless it first so if you are in the witchy woman friends group or the coven I would love to hear how you if you also use um, sewing as a magical uh, modality, can you please share how you use it? Because I'm all about learning, learning from each other. Okay, so now let's move on to protecting yourself from shitty relatives on Thanksgiving. So this year we are going to our in-laws for Thanksgiving or my in-laws for Thanksgiving because my dad is in Texas and he's going to spend that with my brother and... Um, I still don't talk to my mom and yeah so anyway we're going to the in-laws because we bartered if we go to the in-laws for Thanksgiving we don't have to go for Christmas and that means that us like my little us me Brad and Maddie can go back to that cabin and hang out over Christmas instead which is awesome because yeah um, cause we don't want to be here during Christmas. <laughs> it's so awkward. Does anybody else have like a gift exchange with your in-laws that's 
it's one of the most torturous things. Like, I know that they mean well, but we never get them what they want. Like, we try, kind of. Like, we don't know what they want. Um, And then we have to get, like, all the brothers something and their, you know, girlfriends and things. And we never know what to do. And, like, last year, we were like, or the year before, we're like, you know what? We're adults. We don't need presents. Can we just have a really great meal and we'll get presents for the kids? Because that's, I mean, we really just want to see the kids happy, right? Nope. She said that's what we were going to do. But then ended up buying us all presents, which made it really weird. So anyway, we don't want to do that anymore. I know that she means well, but it's just, it's the most awkward thing as not, like, as the daughter-in-law or the girlfriends of the other brothers to sit there and and watch everybody open presents and then you open yours and you just feel fucking guilty and it's weird and awkward. And maybe that's because I'm a Gen Xer and everything is like, I feel weird about giving and receiving gifts sometimes. I, I don't know. Anyway, I digress. We don't have to do that this year. <laughs> so um, for Thanksgiving though, uh, you damn well sure that I am going to protect myself energetically and emotionally (laughs) from that chaos. Because one, I don't believe in this holiday. We shouldn't be having it. I think it should be a holiday where we all get together and enjoy our families and it has nothing to do. And we could also pick a different fucking day. Let's pick a different day. Please, 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 please. Um, Pick a different day. Any other day. But what our U.S. traditional Thanksgiving has been on. Because it's... Anyway, I, I'll get off that. I'm, I'm not the one to be speaking about this and to be spreading information. All I, I learned from other indigenous, like from indigenous creators about this holiday. I highly recommend you go follow Modern Warrior on, um, on TikTok, actually. Anyway, it's going to be weird. Um, they're very, very conservative and Republican and tend to like to voice their opinions about that kind of stuff during holidays. I don't know why. It has nothing, like, why? Anyway, it's just going to be kind of toxic, and I don't like being around all of that. So, one thing that I do is properly cleanse myself in the morning. Like, I'm going to take a shower, obviously. So, in my, this is just something I normally do. In my um, body wash, I have Florida water. Now, you may be allergic to that, so please do a, like, a skin test before you go doing that, and also don't put that shit in your naughty bits, like, in and around. Not in it, because we never put soap in our naughty bits. Jesus Christ! I am a full, like, I cannot make the sounds and the sentences. Fuck. Anyway, don't put any soap up your hoo-ha, okay? Like, no. So, we're not going to put said body wash around the delicate parts of our human anatomy. There, that sounded a lot better. Um, If you need to cleanse that, use a different, use something without that Florida water in it um, in case you are sensitive to it. My skin is like fucking leather, so I can like put anything on it and it's like, cool. So I don't have to worry about that, but definitely do a skin test. The inside of your elbows is an amazing, very sensitive part of your skin. So if you are like doing any kind of skin tests for new oils or perfumes and stuff, a tiny, tiny bit there will let you know if you're going to be allergic to it or not. Okay. So I put Florida water in my body wash. I'm going to cleanse like crazy that morning. Make sure my energetic self is cleansed. I'm going to meditate a little extra long. (laughs) 
just trying to catch some of that peace uh, that I can hang on to for the rest of the day. Then I'm going to go into the protection stuff. So in, I'm going to wear clothes that I have put sigils in for for emotional stability, for um, just blocking their bad juju. Like all of the stuff that they're going to say is going to be probably toxic and not not good. And they know that I am, they call me a flaming lib- liberal. Uh, so for some reason, it's like, let's talk about this stuff in front of her because we know that deep down it irritates the shit out of her. So that's going to happen for me. So I wear things to center myself, to ground myself, and also to speak my truth. Because you know how hard it is? If anybody goes to their partner's parents or relatives, it's very hard to speak your truth because you don't want to upset them for the sake of your partner. Um, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm not allowing them to disrespect me anymore. So I'm going to wear some shit with some sigils that I have put on the tags that help me speak my truth in a calm, centered way. (laughs) Um, Another thing you can do is write sigils on the bottoms of your shoes. If you don't want to put them like on the bottoms where you walk, just stick it, write it inside the shoe, Um, like on the little where you put your foot. Um, That's going to help you um, stay protected from the energy that you're walking into and being around. So the same thing, or another thing I'm going to do that morning is I have some uh, protection candles that I just have, like, that I made that I keep stock of. Um, I keep a bunch of them back there so I can use them whenever. And they're the little tea lights. I have tea lights, chime candles, and then the biggies. Um, But I'll probably just use a um, tea light for Thursday morning. Um, And I will light that (laughs) on my altar. Um, And I'll do a really quick protection spell for myself and my husband to keep us safe from all of the bad juju that may be there from, it's just chaotic energy. Everybody knows. Yeah. So I don't want to be, when I get home, I don't want to feel like I had the life sucked out of me. So I want to protect my energy. So that's what this is for. And I also put my husband's, I carve my name and my husband's name. And if Maddie were going, I would carve her name on the protection candle as well. I'm going to let that burn while I do my makeup and whatever else I'm going to do. Then I have some protection oil that I made um, and I'm going to dip my fingers in that and I am going to put that on my wrists, my heart, and just a little bit on um, my third eye. Actually, this is going to happen before I put on my makeup, so... I am good and protected. Like I've got an oil on me. If you don't have a protection oil, grab some olive oil from your kitchen, bring it to your altar, pour a little bit in a, just a tiny bit so you can get your fingers in it and you're going to put that on your altar. You're going to ask spirit, your deity, whatever it is to please bless this oil with protection. Um, and then boom, it's, that's a really quick way to make a, a little bit of protection oil. Speaking of that, that's what we made in our witchcrafting Zoom on Sunday. We made a protection bottle for ourselves, and then we also made a a big thing of protection oil, and it was a lot of fun. I digress. 
Jewelry is another way that you can protect yourself at family holidays. So if you have um, crystals, if you're a crystal person like I am, <laughs> crystals are a really great way to help protect your energy. So the basic ones that you're going to hear all the time, obsidian, um, thermal, black, black tourmaline, uh, anything that is black, red, or brown, usually you're going to, they're going to have some kind of protective um, properties to them. If you don't have that, use clear quartz and charge that with the intention of um, of protection or spray or put a little bit of that protection oil on it and wear that. Because I have a couple little pendants with um, different crystals on it. So I'll pick out a wide array. So um, I love labradorite for a wide variety of things including protection um, from shit energy. I love smoky quartz for this as well. Um, I have uh, some bracelets and things that I'll wear probably with smoky quartz. I'll probably pick some tiger's eye to help ground myself. Some carnelian for a little bit of extra um, oomph because I tend to get super tired at these things. So I want to help keep my energy up. And I do have a uh, black tourmaline ring that I'll be wearing as well. If you want to get real fancy with it, look up. I ain't going to tell you. You look it up. Um, look up which fingers represent which um, planets. And you can figure out what you want to protect. So each finger has a different thing to see or a different purpose or a different um, label. So if you want to protect, if they like to go after your business, your love, um, if they shut you down, uh, shut your communication down, it's another, like, anyway, look into it. It's fun. And the last thing I'm going to do to protect myself is put a little kitchen witchery into action. So if you have to make a dish for... Thanksgiving or any holiday that you're going to take to a family that tends to be chaotic and you're uncomfortable or it, whatever. Do some kitchen witchery. So um, I'm going to make a dish and I'm going to add love, understanding, patience, grounding. I'm going to add these like herbs and intentions into my dish that promote those particular um, intentions so that when they're ingesting said dish, hopefully it will help everybody see a little more calm, a little more loving and understanding, and um, maybe we, you know, get along a little bit better. So highly recommend adding a little kitchen witchery to your entire um, routine for holiday prep. Oh shit, I forgot to talk about if you are not able to stitch. Let's go back to the, the stitching, the, the sewing witchery. If you um, are in a position where you can't physically stitch anything, you don't have a sewing machine or your hands are just unable to stitch, then look at the stitches in your clothing. Like you can grab like the hem and you can see the stitches that someone sewed, right? So say I'm looking at a veil that I bought online and I'm looking at the stitches. I do the same thing. I'm going to write down, I'm going to figure out what my mantras are going to be. And I am just going to look at that, look at each stitch and I'm going to like 
go around the outside and look at all of the stitching and say my mantras. So I'm not actually sewing it, but I'm still putting intention into those stitches just the same. Does that make sense? So if you don't feel like if you're not a sewer, if you're not physically able to sew, that is the, you can end up with the same, um, same result. It's just doing it in a different way. And back to the holidays. Um, I hope that everybody that celebrates or that has to go to a, um, a gathering this week in the U.S., I hope that it is, you know, joyful and and full of gratitude and thanks for the fact that we're still here, that we have each other, and that um, we should be practicing gratitude, you know, during any time of the year. It shouldn't just be one day. But um, for me, that's how I am um, celebrating it, I guess, in my own head. <laughs> so... I am going to do a little bit of gratitude work when I get home probably because I'm probably going to be too like stressed out to do this beforehand. So when I get home, I am going to light my gratitude candle. I am going to say all that I am thankful for. I'm going to sit and meditate and, and talk to spirit, talk to the deity that I'm working with, you know, whatever. I'm going to express all that I am thankful for. I am so thankful for my family and my health and their health. I'm thankful for this podcast and all of the groups and the people that are in them, my friendships. I'm so thankful for all these things. I'm just going to keep listing them. And then I've got this, I'm going to have my candle lit. I'm going to have some pretty music going on in the background. It's going to be a holiday, holiday spice, pumpkin spice, cinnamon, whatever it is, candle, because I don't care. I'm a basic bitch. I like that stuff. So that's going to be, you know, also going and it's, that's going to be my ritual for Thanksgiving. I am also going to state my ancestors' responsibility and my responsibility in furthering systematic racism against people of color. I'm going to acknowledge the fact that my ancestors were colonizers. That makes me a colonizer. And I want to make sure that I am fully aware of the responsibility that I have as a white person in America to try to help indigenous people get get back something anything I, I just I don't know what the right thing is I don't know I just would like to erase all of the bad shit and that's not possible so anyway I'm going to meditate on that um, my responsibility how my ancestors um took part in these things because I did not I am not indigenous to this country my ancestors came from Europe and you know plopped here and colonized in some of the worst ways in history like genocide just straight genocide for the indigenous peoples of America so I'm going to contemplate that I'm going to journal about it I am going to talk to my ancestors um I'm oh god my cat oh my god this dog will not stop did you hear the screech he got too close to the cat that hates him I don't know what to do. like stop you guys anywho all right so cat is put away dog is sitting next to me hopefully they will shut up for like the next five minutes so I can finish this episode 
Anyway, um, I would love to know how you guys protect yourself, how you are going to, I guess, do this holiday. And if you're in the U.S., you know, I want to know how you're doing it. How, how do you do it? Because I'm kind of like just... Oh my god! They're awful today. All, all Witcher did was look at Pablo wrong because Pablo thought he was going to go after his favorite toy and Pablo got him. Anyway, I'm just winging it here with the whole, uh, I hate Thanksgiving. It's a fake holiday. It's bullshit. It's racist. I don't know what the right thing to do is um, because I would love to just abstain from the holiday. I don't want to go. I don't want to celebrate it. I want to erase it. And if we don't go, though, it causes Brad intense stress and issues from his family. Like, they're awful when we don't do what they want to do. And so that's why we're starting this baby steps. We don't have to go to Christmas if we go to Thanksgiving. Um, so anyway, let me know how, how, what should I be doing? Because honestly, I, I'm going to do the meditating thing. I'm going to talk to my ancestors. I'm going to like basically proclaim to this my spiritual people and myself that I am a colonizer my family is colonizers the my ancestors that came over they're they're responsible for genocide and I don't know what to do but I guess being responsible and like taking responsibility for who we are um, I guess is a good first step. Um, cause yeah, like I said, I'm just winging it because I feel very uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable right now about talking about Thanksgiving and the genocide of indigenous peoples. Um, so that's why I'm like just rambling because <laughs> I know that I'm not the right voice that you should be listening to about this. That's why I really would like you to go to, um, if you're on TikTok, go to Modern Warriors, um, page. He has a, an amazing, um, following he's got great videos and information that like have shocked and saddened and horrified me about things that happen to the indigenous people here and that have happened his um he, he gives the real story of thanksgiving on there and i highly recommend if any of you are working through your ancestry and are a white person in America uh you should probably look at that because we've been fed a line of bullshit literally from kindergarten on it's not what happened <laughs> so go check that out don't listen to me about what to do about deconstructing or decolonizing your witchcraft practice because I am just trying to figure shit out too Right, so on a happier note, <laughs> um, I got um, a new, I, I switched merch uh, companies because their shipping was fucking horrible with the one I was using, and I am uh, launching that in approximately tw 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm launching the new site, I've got a bunch of new designs on there, and the shipping is a lot better. I'm going to tell you, Shipping from any of these merch shops, the reason that shipping ends up being a little bit higher is because drop shipping companies use different suppliers to create and to ship these products that we make. Um, and each company has their own shipping. 
because they, sh- they ship them separately. It's not from like one um, warehouse. So when you are shopping, just be aware of that. Like if I order a mug from like somebody's podcast or um, YouTube's merch site and then I go ahead and um I'm gonna order say I want to also I want some stickers and a t-shirt chances are all three of those two or at least two or three of those is going to be a different company so I'm gonna pay separate shipping so I have a lot of people ask me about that and if anybody has a better like solution be let me know I do not have the time to have a bunch of shit shipped here and then me ship stuff out. I don't have time uh, or the resources to be able to do that. Um, if I could, that would be awesome, but but I don't. <laughs> so what I did is just lower all the prices uh, a whole bunch so that um, it's a little bit more affordable and helps make up for some of the shipping. So that is all I have for today. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Let me know how you protect yourself during family gatherings and if you are doing any kind of sewing witchery. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. So that's all. Until next time, uh, stay witchy. Bye-bye.